When I launched my podcast back in May of 2020, I literally launched to an audience of no one. So what I did was I went to the Apple podcast app and I left my podcast a review. And then I took my husband's iPhone and I left my podcast a review again. And that was it. That's how I started. That was my huge, big launch strategy for launching my podcast back in May of 2020. Well, fast forward three years and I now have a top half percent ranking worldwide podcast, which is crazy for me to say because it's not like I'm a household name. It's not like I'm popular by any means, but I have a very successful podcast. That is honestly the single way that I grew my podcast because I focused so heavily on it. So today I want to share with you the five phases of building my podcasting empire, I guess we could say. So let's do this. Welcome to the Organic Marketing Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and around here, we replace endless hustle with smart, focused strategies for your business growth. If you're fed up with tactics that overpromise and underdeliver, leaving you exhausted instead of excited, this is the podcast for you. Get ready to dive into deep, practical podcasting tips, smart monetization, and growth tactics that bring your business visibility and profits. It's time to simplify your strategy and amplify your success. Let's go. All right, my love. So welcome back to the Organic Marketing Simplified Podcast. Let's go over my five phases of podcasting that took me from launching to literally no one to now being sitting on a top half percent podcast. So number one thing is that, as you heard from my introduction, is that I started imperfectly. And honestly, the reason why I was the one reviewing my podcast and then I took my husband's iPhone and I reviewed my podcast is because honestly, I didn't even tell my husband, who was a very supportive man, that I was launching a podcast. I had all sorts of imposter syndrome and I was just scared and whatever feelings you're feeling right now of being unqualified and my voice sucks and why am I doing this? This is so stressful. I was there. And honestly, I invite you to go back and listen to episode one of this podcast. I had a very different focus then than I do now. But when I started my podcast, it was just like, oh my gosh, I have listened to the first episode and I just want to hug that like baby podcaster and like just congratulate her for taking the first step. But honestly, here's the thing. It's starting imperfectly and doing things scared that propelled me forward because now I can honestly just sit here and riff an episode and be okay with it. So my biggest piece of advice is wherever you are in your podcasting journey, whether you are starting or whether you have been podcasting for a little while and you want to bring more of your personality in or you want to try something and you're scared about it, you're not sure, maybe you want to pivot your podcast and you're feeling scared allow yourself to actually go there and let's write down some worst case scenarios and let's think about if the worst case scenario comes to be, what can we do about this? You know, because you may find that it's actually not that bad. And it's when you take those like bold, scary moves that you actually see growth. So that's my number one tip. Okay. The second phase of growing my podcast is that I tried new things. Again, if you go back and listen you don't even have to listen. You can just like scroll down back to episode one. You're going to see that one. I have pivoted my podcast. So in, in the very beginning episodes, I really had a hard time owning my zone of genius, which 
back then I really focused on Etsy and selling on Amazon and like e-commerce in general. But even though I had expertise selling all those platforms, my first two episodes, I didn't talk about Etsy, I didn't talk about Amazon. They were very like how to start an email list and what is an ICA. And it was just very basic and very vanilla. And I was just like super scared. So then my first pivot came around probably episode 10 or so where I'm like, okay, let's talk about Etsy and, and Amazon and those things. And then fast forward to December, 2021, I honestly felt like I had said everything there was to say about e-commerce and I felt like I had an, a really amazing podcast and the advice that I was sharing was very different from what everybody else was sharing in the space, but it wasn't fulfilling my soul anymore. So it came time to pivot. And by the way, there was another pivot between 2020 and 2021. I changed my name from, so I started off being the beginner mom boss, and then I switched over to the fruitful mama. No, that's not true. See, so many pivots, I don't even remember. I started off as a beginner mom boss, and then I went to the e-commerce mama, and then I became the fruitful mama. So I've pivoted, and I didn't even stop there because after the fruitful mama came, the organic marketing queen, and that was just like, I was going through a phase, and I don't know what happened. My emotions got the best of me. And after like a month of being the organic marketing queen, I really hated it. And I was like, what was I thinking? This was really dumb. But the beautiful thing is, is that it eventually led me to Organic Marketing Simplified, which I love this brand. I think really encapsulates me because even when you go back to the very beginning of my podcasting journey, I had always been talking about SEO and organic growth and all those things because those are things that really are my zone of genius and things that I'm passionate about. But again, it's because I allowed myself to pivot and I, I tried new things. And I was always, of course, within the same realm. So my podcast was always in the business, entrepreneurship, organic marketing world. It's not like one day I was talking about dieting and the next day I was talking about business. The overarching theme of my podcast was always the same. I was just trying things out. And as I changed and as I evolved, my podcast evolved with me. But not being afraid to actually try new things is going to be key in your podcasting growth because if you keep trying to stay the same so your audience keeps loving you, you're actually doing yourself and your audience a service because praise the Lord that I am not the same person today that I was a year ago because I have learned, I have grown, I have evolved. So it's important that you bring your audience on the journey with you. It doesn't mean that you have to pivot your podcast every single time, but as you grow and expand, don't feel like you have to modify yourself and put yourself in a box and you cannot talk about new and improved things just because you feel like you have this audience that you can, you can never ever change. So allow yourself to try new things. Phase number three was something that I honestly did throughout my podcasting career. So whether I was a beginner mom boss or the e-commerce mama or organic marketing simplified, again, referring back to trying new things, I optimize new things too. So I would try something new. And when I found my footing and something was working, I would then go ahead and optimize the thing that was working. So even if you go back to this podcast, you will see that there were times that I did one episode a week. Then I did three episodes a week. I did two episodes a week. I have done five episodes a week, Monday through Friday for like stretches at a time. I've tried it all. And I can tell you that 
by optimizing and studying and looking at the data that once a week actually surprisingly works the best for me. But that was the biggest thing is that I wouldn't have found that out if I wasn't constantly optimizing my podcast. So again, this goes back to just having this kind of scientific researcher mindset where you're in a sense trying to be detached from the outcome, which is very hard and it's very difficult for me too, because I'm a human being and I want everything that I put out to be amazing and for everything to work. But it's because there are the times that I am able to walk away and just have this bird's eye view on my, my business and be objective about what's working, what's not working and letting go of the things not working, even though I want them to work and actually focusing my energy on the things that are working, that I have been able to grow my podcast. So phase four is optimizing. And by the way, phase four never really ends because again, going back to point number three, phase number three is that you are always growing, you are always expanding. So as you grow, as you expand, and as you start to gain more knowledge, that is going to transfer over to your podcast too. So it's a beautiful thing to always be optimizing and to always be trying new things. Phase four of growing my podcast is visibility. So in the beginning of my journey, I really just focused on staying on my lane and putting my head down and working. And of course, you're going to hear me say the word SEO, because SEO has always been a part of my journey, but it was really sitting down and focusing on those keywords, optimizing those keywords that I was able to grow my podcast. And I can tell you right now, the social media had nothing to do with that growth whatsoever. While now I am dabbling in the social media world and I'm trying some new things, my growth from zero to top half percent podcast was completely away from social media. I never once really used social media to promote my podcast. I was never one of those people. It just really grew organically from the podcast, from using those keywords. And I was just super hyper-focused on making my podcast work because I understood very early on that a podcast will grow inside of a podcast because podcast listeners listen to podcasts. So Praise the Lord that I did not waste time trying to do all these things and fiddle with social media when I was trying to grow my podcast, which by the way, that phase never really ends. I am always trying to grow my podcast and I am always trying to get more visibility to my podcast. But from launching my podcast to an audience of 101 to a top half percent podcast, it all happened organically because of really juicy SEO, really juicy keywords, understanding my audience and not really focusing on social media because I really feel like social media would actually have distracted me from the main goal. Because when you think about life, real life, like I'll share me as an example. I am a mom of two very energetic kids. My kids are homeschooled. I am currently pregnant with my three. My husband and I, for some reason, like to move around a lot. We have lived and I don't even, I have lost count how many countries around the world we have lived in. So we live a busy life. So if I was stretching myself, trying to grow a podcast, but also focusing on Instagram and then TikTok and then LinkedIn or whatever, I would have lost sight of what's actually important, which of course my family comes number one, but I have to support said family. So then the business is number two, right? So it was because I was able to really focus in and focus on the podcast. And even when in the beginning of my journey, even when I didn't see growth 
Or even when I did a pivot and then my download numbers plummeted because people didn't like the direction that I was going with my podcast. I stayed committed and I might have freaked out for a minute or two, but then it's a lesson in, it's remembering that you can always trust God, that if you surrender to him, good things will come. So while, you know, phase four visibility has always been part of my podcasting journey, maybe not at the beginning. At the beginning, I kind of wanted to like not be found. And it was weird for me when people would email me and tell me that they listened to my podcast. It was really strange. But as I grow and as I evolve, I keep focusing on visibility more and more. And the way that I do that is because of phase four, because I'm always optimizing what's working. Now, phase five of growing my podcast is very boring. Let me sidetrack here for a second. I actually say that it's very easy for me to have a ton of ideas and for me to want to implement all of them. Like, for example, the first time that I heard about Lemon 8, which I don't even know if this platform is around anymore, uh, but it was really hot around, I want to say, May 2023. And I really felt like, oh my gosh, I am like one of the first people to hear about this platform and I'm going to get on and I'm going to see the growth that people saw back when they started their Instagram account in like 2010, whatever. And I got on the platform. I had a whole plan. And like, I I think I posted once or twice and I'm like, okay, this is not for me. So thank God that I have this ability to see what's going to work, what's not going to work very fast because there was just something going on with the platform that I'm like, okay, this, this really is not for me. It's just a shiny object. So it's because I focus on what's working and I rinse and repeat what's working and I keep optimizing that I was able to get here today. The overarching thing that you can see in these five phases is that I stay committed. Listen, there was a point in my podcasting career towards the beginning of my journey. I think it was episode 25 or maybe it was episode 50. I was celebrating this huge milestone and I did a giveaway. Nobody entered. And guess what? That did not stop me from podcasting, from trekking along because it just is what it is. Nobody entered my giveaway and I did not take the person. I just kept on going because sometimes in life you have to let go of these little things because there's something bigger coming on ahead of you. So being detached from the outcome, as hard as it is, because our business is in a way our baby, we want everything to work. We want everything to be successful, but sometimes you just need to walk away and start with the end in mind and just having like that direction. Like I'm going, this is the direction I'm going. This is the direction I'm going and I'm not going to stop. So commitment is key. Now, because I'm all about sharing the journey, I actually highly recommend that you go back and listen to episode 203, where I actually talk about how I had become a top one and a half percent podcaster back then. So you can see the journey. So you can see the difference. So you can even see how... I have changed because I think it's important to normalize all that, that you are going to change, that you are going to expand and praise the Lord. That is a beautiful thing because that means that you are growing, that you're learning more and that the path ahead is beautiful. And next week we're taking a turn and we're talking about Canva templates for podcasters. And I'm so, 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 so excited to share this podcast episode with you because we all know Canva is amazing, but how can you as a podcaster actually leverage Canva to your advantage. So we're going to go over all the ways that you can use Canva to really blow up your podcast. And you might be thinking, how can Canva help me with my podcast? Well, obviously this is in the realm of branding, which is super important. And it's a huge piece of the podcasting puzzle. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, may you find God's love, grace, mercy, and peace. And I'll see you then. Bye.